0: Big Ten Tournament has been defined by upset so far. Will the Hoosiers add their name to the wrong side of that list tonight? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. I want to thank you, or thank also FanDuel for being the sponsor of today's episode. Make every moment more uh, the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Visit FanDuel.com slash on today. To get started, man. Big 10 tournament has been a blast so far with a number of upsets. We'll talk about in a minute, the Hoosiers though, uh, that, that could be an omen for what is to come for Indiana as they are the number three seed. They will be in action tonight and they will play Maryland. Maryland is the only team that has not, or that was not upset so far in the big 10 tournament. From literally the very first game, but Maryland hangs on to beat Minnesota late on Thursday. Which means the Hoosiers are going to get a little bit of revenge. Let's talk about that game. IU versus Maryland tonight. Roughly 9pm, it's going to be a late tip off. So uh, take your post-work nap, get your energy drink, get your uh, whatever it takes. Your candy, your sweets to stay up late for this one. It's at the United Center. It'll be on Big Ten Network. Uh, obviously, Maryland got one over on Indiana earlier this season. Uh, that was their lone loss for the Hoosiers in a nine-game span coming at the very, on the very last day of January. We'll talk more specifically about that game in the second segment. Since that game, Maryland is a... A wild team, and we're going to talk about them. But they are four. They finished the regular season four and four, or excuse me, five and four after that game, and then won on Thursday against Minnesota. Uh, they had wins over Purdue at home, was the notable one. Northwestern at home as well. Uh, they beat Minnesota a couple times in that span, three times in that span, as a matter of fact, uh, and then beat Penn State as well. But. The losses. Uh, They lost to Michigan State and Penn State, which is what it is. They lost to Nebraska. They lost to Ohio State during the regular season when, I mean, Ohio State was awful during the regular season. Uh, So it's a Jekyll and Hyde team because they are really good at home and horrendous on the road. Well, again, we're going to dive into some more specifics about this Maryland team, but – I, there's something in the water in Chicago right now uh Ohio State started off with by beating Wisconsin on Wednesday for an upset Minnesota beat Nebraska in the late game and then today was a, an interesting game of for the big Ten turn or interesting slate of games for the Big Ten tournament Rutgers beat Michigan Michigan does not deserve to be in the NCAA tournament based on that performance alone. they went 19 minutes in the second half the first 19 minutes. For those keeping track at home, there's only 20 minutes and a half. First 19 of those, they had one field goal. They did not look like a team that had its season on the line, basically. Send them home. They don't deserve it after that, just on principle alone. Ohio State beats Iowa. Thank God IU will not have to play Iowa again this season, nor in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, They would obviously have only played them in the championship game, but they're gone, vanquished. Illinois, Lord, uh, you love to watch Illinois lose, <laughs> and they lose to Penn State in the third game of the day, and then just did some weird things afterwards, talking about, complaining about foul calls and Jalen Pickett, and I uh, get him out of here. Uh, Brad Underwood is not that guy, uh, and then we wrapped up with. Maryland beating Minnesota. So your slate of games today, Rutgers and Purdue at noon, Ohio State and Michigan State uh, about 25 minutes after that game. Your evening slate, Penn State Northwestern. uh, If IU wins, they will play the winner of that game. And then IU and Maryland on Friday. Ken Palm, it's interesting. Ken Palm doesn't really – Account for the home and away splits and stuff like that. They really just are kind of straightforward. These are the numbers, and if you average out Maryland's numbers, they are what they are. They're just—it's really hard to to fully explain how drastically different they perform at home versus on the road. But if you average them out, Maryland is projected to beat the Hoosiers, according to Ken Palm, seventy-one sixty-nine. Indiana with a forty-five percent win probability. Uh, this considered a neutral game. It won't be neutral. There will be a lot of IU fans there, so semi-neutral, semi-home game, whatever you want to refer to it as. That's what this is going to be. Let me check one more time. But right before I went live, I checked, and there were no, there was not line up for IU versus uh, Maryland on FanDuel. It's going to come in right around that 2-3 point range. Uh, it probably won't be up uh, until this morning. I'm recording this late Thursday. I waited until after the uh, Maryland game finished. So uh, it looks like they do not have that line up yet. The only Big Ten tournament line they have up is Rutgers and Purdue. So it might be a while before that one's up. It might be up as uh, as you're listening to this, but... No lineup yet. Um, I like the Hoosiers in this game. We'll, we'll dive into a little bit more of why, but I would take the Hoosiers' money line, especially if they're underdogs. I really like that uh, that proposition. Let's talk a little bit more about this Maryland team, those weird home-and-away splits, the, the last game against the Hoosiers, and just kind of a general scouting report on them. We'll do all that. In just a minute. First, we need to talk about today's sponsor, FanDuel. It's March, guys. There's no better time to be betting. And there's no better time to join FanDuel than right now because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. It's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Uh, you can bet on everything from money line to point scores to threes made, uh, whatever it is. Uh, FanDuel even lets you combine. Your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. It's a perfect time. Bet on the Hoosiers tomorrow. If you're wrong, you have a whole bunch of free money to bet for the NCAA tournament, or if you just want to bet against Purdue or whatever it may be. Uh, you can do all that when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Big thanks to all you guys for making us your first listen every single day. Make sure you check it out, Locked On College Basketball. Obviously, they're going to have everything for you. Everything you need to know about college basketball right now in one place. Big name experts, insiders, coaches, players. It's the best time to be a college basketball fan. I spent all day Thursday watching college basketball. UConn Providence was wild. The Big Ten tournament I had on most of the day. Uh, I even checked out the Mountain West tournament at one point. It, I love, I love March. And if you guys do too, check out Locked on College Basketball. It's on YouTube, wherever you guys get podcasts. This Maryland team is fascinating in all sorts of weird ways. So, the problem is, no place that I could really find keeps just straight team splits for home and away. So, it's hard to really explain their home and away splits unless you manually track them, and I wasn't that dedicated. Here's the best way I can summarize it. Their, Maryland's uh, wins away from home this season. Uh, so your non-home wins. They have a neutral win over St. Louis. A neutral win over Miami. That was a holiday or pre-Thanksgiving tournament. Uh, then, after that, since November, since Thanksgiving, they're... Non-home wins are to Louisville. whoop do doo A couple high school teams in uh, Indiana might be able to beat Louisville. Minnesota. Minnesota. That's it. They have three non-home wins since Thanksgiving. And it is to a Louisville team that's atrocious. And a Minnesota team that was 216th in Ken Palm. That... It's wild. And you can look at their results and losses. They lose to Wisconsin, who was 75th. They lose to, we mentioned earlier, Ohio State, who was awful. They lose to Nebraska in overtime, who hasn't been good all season. Uh, those are the, I would argue, probably the three worst teams in the Big Ten Minnesota, uh, Nebraska, Ohio State. They lost to. Um, Nebraska and Ohio State, Minnesota's the only team that they've beaten. So, they're it's it they're really bad. Um you can pick any game and you're going to see them just looking awful offensively, the Nebraska-Maryland game. They shot 16 of 47 on twos and 7 of 22 on threes. Uh they their offense goes to crap uh away from their home arena, I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called. And then they just don't really play defense. 21-42 of 42 defensively against uh, Nebraska on two-pointers. So, like, unfortunately, Ken Palm doesn't let you split home and away when looking at their kind of advanced numbers and whatnot. Because otherwise, they... um. They, like I was saying earlier, if you average out how good they are at home and how bad they are on the road, you get a decent looking team because at home they've beaten Indiana, they've beaten Purdue, they beat Northwestern, they beat Illinois. Uh, some of the better teams in the Big Ten, at least in terms of Ken Palm, like they, they hung with, uh, they hung with UCLA. Sorry, I, I I was blanking there. They hung with UCLA for a bit at home. So, like, I don't... IU should win this game. This is a bad team when they're away from home. If you want to look at uh, last game, if you need a reminder of what happened last time IU played Maryland, it was the worst game of Jalen hood Shafina's brief IU career. 1 of 14 from the field, 1 of 12 from uh, 2... O of two from three. He had three points, five rebounds, four assists, and four turnovers. Trace did what he could. He had eighteen points and twenty rebounds. They were pretty much focused on shutting him down, and the worse Jalen looked, the more they were willing to let him and the other players beat them. And they couldn't. Race Thompson had eleven points and nobody else was in double figures. Um is, is, I have I mean, that's what they're gonna do again tonight. They're going to uh, seemingly shut down Trace and tell other people to beat them. Offensively, Jameer Young had 20 points. Dante Scott had 19 points. They only shot 5 of 22 from 3 and 13 of 31 from the field. It was an ugly game. IU played well enough defensively. Uh, They just were atrocious offensively and especially everyone not named Trace, and the end result was a loss. It was a very frustrating game that came right before the Hoosiers went ahead and beat Purdue. So uh, I maybe if they lose this game, they'll go on a big run in the NCAA tournament. I'm not sure, but this is a game the Hoosiers should win. This is a good matchup for Indiana, all things considered. Uh, This is a team Indiana can compete with and should be beating. I think it's going to be a tough game. Uh, Pretty much everybody left in the big 10 tournament is going to put up a tough game. Uh, I, even Ohio state's been playing better, much better this week than they have man, since like the turn of the calendar to 2023. So, Everybody's going to be a tough out, but this is a a game the Hoosiers can come away with, and it would be a nice victory to start piecing things together. I mean, there's a chance the Hoosiers can just run through a couple teams that they didn't beat and get, get the chance to win if they get Northwestern in the next round and then get to the title game against... Michigan State, maybe? I I don't know, but uh, this could be the revenge Big Ten tournament. One game at a time, Maryland's a winnable game. They're a good team, and they're capable, obviously, of putting together strong performances. We just have a whole season's worth of sample size that says when they're not at home and they're playing a decent team, they struggle. So... IU is a decent team, and they are not at home. I think it's going to be closer to an IU home game than a neutral site game. This should be a win for the Hoosiers. I'm, I, what I haven't mentioned is that it ultimately is the Big Ten tournament, and use awful in it. We talked about that on Wednesday's episode. IU's history in the Big Ten tournament. You got to factor that in, so... Maryland being awful away from home. IU being awful in the big 10 tournament? I don't imagine it's going to be an aesthetically pleasing game. I would love to be wrong though. Maybe this, maybe Mike Woodson is the anecdote and, or the antidote, excuse me, not the anecdote, the antidote to our big 10 tournament woes because IU did well last season in the big 10 tournament. We'll see. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, be sure you guys are following us on Twitter. I'll have a reaction up. Once the game goes final, it's going to be late. Uh, we won't do a podcast on Saturday, but what we will do is a podcast on Sunday. Once IU's name is mentioned on selection Sunday, we're gonna go live and we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna talk about the men's team. We might do a separate live show for the women's team depending on the timing and whatnot. but for the men's team, once it, once the Hoosier's name is mentioned, We'll be live on YouTube talking about the matchup, the team, everything like that. So be sure you guys are following us on Twitter to see that. Be sure you're subscribed on YouTube so you can join in on Sunday to talk about where the Hoosiers land. Maybe even talk about a Big Ten tournament title. I, I'll believe it when I see it, but you never know. Let's wrap up with some women's basketball news. A couple of IU recruits... Took home Gatorade Player of the Year Awards for their state. We'll talk about that and some mock drafts that have Jalen Hood, Shafino, and Trace Jackson Davis both as first round picks. We'll do all that here in just a moment. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. You guys know how much we love Built Bar around here because with Built, healthy is actually tasty. Uh, what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. No catch. It is 100% real chocolate with amazing flavors. Churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut almond, cookies and cream, double chocolate, uh, brownie batter, so many amazing flavors, but still just 130 calories, four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. The best part is now you don't need to wait for a box from built.com. You can still go there. You can still find all the flavors. Pick whatever your favorite one is. If you don't want to do that, if you're out at Walmart, if you're out at Sam's Club, stop on by. Find yourself Built Bars in-store, four-pack box at Walmart, 13-bar box at Sam's Club. They're amazing. Head on over there today, pick some up, and you guys can thank me later. Some exciting IU women's basketball recruiting news. It's really hard to find news on, IU, or on women's basketball recruiting. But we got some uh, this week. So Hoosiers right now only have two recruits coming in for next season. They're both top 100 recruits from ESPN. And they both took home Gatorade Player of the Year in their respective states this week. Let's start with Jules LaMondola, who was the Texas Gatorade Player of the Year. She's ranked 52nd by ESPN. She's the fourth highest rated recruit in the state of Texas, listed as a 6 1 guard. Uh, as a guard, though, she averaged 17.4 points, 9.2 rebounds, 3.1 assists this season. Uh, her team got to the state semifinals, I believe, and were knocked out by a buzzer beater. Uh, so, strong season from her earns her player of the year for the state. Likewise, Lene Beaumont from Illinois was named Gatorade player of the year. Notably a former Illinois Gatorade player of the year, Tyra bus. I'm not saying she's the next Tyra bus, but uh, there is a a history there. Again, she's listed as a six foot guard ranked 83rd by ESPN. Uh, She's listed as a point guard. In fact, but she averaged 18.7 points, 7.3 rebounds, 3.3 assists this season. So the Hoosiers are bringing in two uh, Gatorade Player of the Year's. Fair enough. I I don't specifically remember that happening uh, on the men's side. I don't know how much I even remember hearing Gatorade Player of the Year awards given out. But it's a cool, It's I mean, it's very cool. At the very least, IU has two top 100 recruits coming in next season, two guards to continue adding. So uh, big gets from uh, Terry Morin and the, her staff. Two very talented players joining Indiana, two uh, player of the years. So big shout out to Jules Lamondola and Lene Beaumont. Last thing, let's touch on a couple of mock drafts that came out. I'm not going to continually do this throughout March, but the two mock drafts that came out uh, this week, and I think specifically both on Thursday, are from very reputable places. Draft Express is the go-to for every, uh, everyone, basically. Whatever they say, they have the best feel on prospects, on what they're hearing around the league, everything like that. I lay all that groundwork to say, They have trace Jackson Davis as a first round draft pick to the LA Clippers with the last pick of the first round. That's big, I mean, we'd kind of been talking about the fact that he's moving up and he's moving up and he's moving up. And it seems like now he's kind of uh, made that jump into being a potential first round draft pick. Uh, Exciting. That is more money. It's a guaranteed contract. It's a lot of things uh, that, it's a big benefit to be a first-round pick than a second-round pick for the player, and I want Trace Jackson Davis to succeed. So, huge for him. Uh, Draft Express also had Jalen hood shafino as the number 12 pick. That's as high as I can remember seeing him as well. So, Draft Express, very in on a pair of Hoosiers. Big shout-out to them, and uh, I think it's just Jonathan Gavoni now who is running... Draft Express, so shout out. Uh, that would be the Pelicans drafting Jalen Hood-Shifino. One spot before the Lakers. Uh, I know a lot of people probably hate the Lakers, but, I mean, from a notoriety standpoint, it would be you would get to watch him a lot on national television. Uh, then if you go to Kevin O'Connor uh, at the Ringer, another guy who puts in a lot of work to scout these players and get a sense of who they are. He updated, or he has a new mock draft out. He also updated his big board. His big board had Trace Jackson Davis at twenty eighth, and his mock draft has Trace Jackson Davis as the thirtieth pick to the L.A. Clippers. Um, he gave some pros and cons, talking about his uh, athleticism, ability to score, his defense. The negatives are obviously uh, he's very left hand dominant. He has never proven at any point he can shoot the ball consistently, and he's undersized. For someone that's probably going to have to be a center in the NBA, he's undersized, which is probably going to put a pretty big ceiling on what he can be unless he really out of nowhere improves his jumper. But a 6'9 center, it's going to be some tough matchups on nights, and that's what's going to hurt him, I think. Similarly, though, they have Jalen Huchofino as the number 13 pick to the Toronto Raptors. Um, Again, talking about his pros and cons, uh, the pull-up jumper, big pro, on-ball defense again, uh, just his kind of feel for the game. It's really odd with Jalen, and I think he has great feel for the game, and also he has a bunch of frustrating turnovers inconsistency is the biggest thing with him uh, biggest knock uh and just kind of his generally loose handle when he's in the half court couple things that the loose handle can be uh fixed the inconsistency we'll see but when you have as much as potential as much potential as he has he's going to be a high draft pick and it seems like he might be a lottery pick at this point so uh awesome to hear that the Hoosiers very likely could have two first round draft picks on this team it's been a while since they've done that off the top of my head it would be Cody and Vic two first round draft picks in the same draft I could be missing somebody I don't think I am Uh, it's not often they have a first round draft pick at all let alone on the same team now these two aren't going to go second and fourth or whatever Cody and Vic did but they could still be in store for long careers Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We will be back on Sunday with our live show. We'll be on Twitter with instant reactions to games. As long as I use playing them this weekend, we'll have instant reactions to them. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked on College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shaden, Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball, it's available wherever you guys listen to podcasts, YouTube, whatever it may be. Uh, Again, at LO underscore Hoosiers on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube to join that live show on Sunday. Leave a rating and review, all of that great stuff. Most importantly, though, guys, everybody have a great weekend. Let's go, Hoosiers. Let's let's win a Big Ten title. Why not? That would be pretty fun. As always, though, uh, and and most importantly, Leo.